Greetings. Thank you for listening. Again, there is another week that we have experienced in the presence and grace of God. I thank God for who he is and for being the lover, the savior, the father, the purpose, the reason, the breath of life. Without his breath, nothing would be formed that is formed. Without his breath, there would be no structure to what we call earth. Without his breath, man would have never received life. Praise God. (laughs) Thank God for being God. There's a phrase that is used often about God moving or there being a movement of God that bothered me and concerned me for a long period of time. When I heard it, I would cringe until now. God has revealed to me that his spirit moved upon the earth and gave it form. And his spirit is the third person in the Godhead. So now I can accept the phrase, God moves. I don't know if I fully accepted the term movement That's one that is still hard to swallow for me. But now I understand how God moves. He sent his spirit that moved upon the waters and gave it form. So his spirit is the one who moves In the beginning, he moved upon the waters. Now he moves upon hearts, hearts of followers of Christ. So his breath, God's breath, the spirit of the one true God forms. He formed what we called, what we call firmament today. And he also is the one who forms the body of Christ and forms the bride. Without 
the spirit, the breath of life of the one true God, nothing could be. And that is the truth of the matter. Rise and shine. It's morning time. God bless you and thank you for listening. When I experience a struggle or resistance to create this podcast and the playlist that accompanies it, I know that there is something that God is trying to communicate to me. It's almost as if it's an actual struggle to get this done. I want to do everything but what I'm supposed to do as it relates to this podcast. And it was like that today. Because I am in the middle of leaving one assignment in the workplace and going to another assignment in the workplace, I deluded myself into believing I had all the time in the world to get this podcast created. So I wasn't pressed. You could say that my days are without form. And so I didn't feel pressed about getting it done. And so I continued to not consider it. Until honestly, it was close to midnight. And I thought about putting up a rerun, but I know how much I dislike reruns. And I know God speaks and is constantly communicating. We just have to listen. And so once I took control of my thoughts and my own imaginations, I asked God what he wanted to say. And so I got quiet and I got silent. And I just listened. And then I began to explore worship songs. And I heard his spirit, not his spirit speak to me, but I heard his spirit. 
And so I knew God was impressing upon me to give attention to the person of the Holy Spirit, to God in spirit form. And so that's what I began to do. I began to meditate and think on the things that the Spirit accomplished and continues to accomplish. And I created the playlist. This first song on the playlist talks exactly about how God sent out his Spirit over the waters and gave form to what we now know as the earth. His spirit forms. His spirit creates. His spirit gives life. His spirit is. His spirit is available always where he is welcomed. There are several scriptures that give structure to my belief and to my walk. And one of those is not grieving the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit cannot create and form where it is grieved, where he is not welcome. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say it. Where he is grieved and where he is not welcomed. He cannot move. And the things that grieve the Holy Spirit are the same things that should grieve the heart of anyone who follows Christ because it grieves God's heart. Backbiting, vulgarity, hatred, gossip, all of those things grieve the Holy Spirit. And when those things exist, the Holy Spirit is far away, far from it. I didn't say he would leave a vessel. I just said he is far from it. There is someone who I admire who gave the visual the visualization of her new husband. She said she had never owned a cell phone. And so when they got married, he bought her a cell phone just so he could call her during the day and give messages to her and communicate with her. 
She said that phone would ring often and she would get excited each and every time it would ring because she knew it was him. He was the only one who was calling it. She said, but then there was a time where they had an argument and she said she knew as she was speaking that she was being mean, that she was not welcoming or loving during this disagreement. And she said they went their separate ways, he about his day and she about hers. And she said the phone didn't ring. She said hours went by and the phone didn't ring. She said something must be wrong with the phone. So she said, I believe she said she took it to a cell phone um, store just to get it checked to make sure it was working. And she said the service person said, yes, it's working fine. <laughs> you just haven't received any calls. And she likened that to the Holy Spirit, how the Holy Spirit communicates with us and hovers around us and wants to constantly reach out to us and give us messages. But when we do something to grieve him, the messages are few, if at all. Praise God, that picture has stayed with me for many years now. And that's how I relate to the Holy Spirit. There are times where I want to get angry and stay in my anger or stay in my disappointment or stay in my want of something, but then I recall that the Holy Spirit cannot operate in that. The Holy Spirit does not draw near to that. And then I straighten up and I fly right because there is nothing I want more than the presence of God that is displayed and orchestrated by his Holy Spirit. Praise God. That is a lesson that I learned early. To respect, honor, and crave and desire the presence of God. Once you have experienced the presence of God for just that, the presence of God, and not to draw a word out to give someone or not to manipulate people or situations, you would never want the Holy Spirit to be far from you. There is nothing that can compare to the love of the presence of the Most High God.
and his spirit in the atmosphere. There is nothing like it. If I were to be addicted to something, it would be to the spirit of the Most High God. And once you're in an atmosphere like this, in his presence, you are at once and always peculiar to those who have not experienced it. There are ways for those who have not experienced it to describe it, to talk about it to someone else. But it's like one of those things that if you've experienced it, you don't have to talk about it. You have just been changed. And you know it. And others know it, but they just, if they haven't experienced it, they don't know how to identify it, what it is. And then there are some who want you to explain it, to give your testimony beyond all exhaustion, to try to describe it to them. But it can't be done. It honestly cannot be done. And I've gotten to the point where I don't even try. God only lets me say what it is he would have me say. As Christ said, I only do what I see the Father doing. To me, that is the spirit of prophecy. The Father revealed the Son in the earth which was prophecy. So Christ acting out those actions in the earth itself was prophecy. So for God to only allow me to say what it is he would have me to say, to reveal who his son is, is prophecy. I cannot see going on and 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 on about something that makes no impact or difference for the kingdom of God. I am careful and cautious to say only what God would have me to say. And the weight that he gives to the words are not weight from myself. It's the weight from from the presence of God in his spirit. So I find it hard to understand why those who follow Christ 
would not highly esteem what it is that the Holy Spirit is doing and wants to do. The presence of God and the gift of discerning of spirits are twins. A highly developed gift of discerning of spirits is the ability to identify when God is speaking and when he's not. So if someone is speaking and they are under the impression that they are speaking from the Spirit of God, the gift of discerning of spirits will quickly recognize if it is indeed the Spirit of the Most High God speaking. And when the Spirit of the Most High God is speaking, there is creation that takes place. There is the forming of the kingdom of God. There is the forming of the bride of Christ. When the Holy Spirit speaks, heaven itself comes to earth. His breath, God's breath, forms life on and in the earth. His breath forms life in and on the believer, the follower of Christ. Praise God. Praise God. In his presence, no thing or no one can take his glory. In his presence, no thing or no one would have the desire to take his glory. There is none like our God. And he shall be glorified and highly esteemed in all of the earth.
In Yeshua's name I pray. Amen. Consider this. If each and every one who declares to be followers of Christ, Yeshua, would experience and meet with the Holy Spirit continually for themselves and then get together with other believers and followers of Christ. Oh, what a gathering that would be. I don't think it would look like the gatherings that are had today where there is only one or two or a select few that is allowed to speak for God. do not believe that to be so. Because if every believer is communicating with the Spirit of the Most High God, wouldn't every believer have something to say, even if it is just how wonderful our God is? The way gatherings are set up today it's as if there are only a few vessels that are worthy to contain the Holy Spirit so only those vessels are allowed to talk and those vessels experiences are the only ones that should be held up for instruction and teaching to the rest of the body. And I truly believe that is why the body of Christ is limited in what it does on the earth. God sent his spirit when the earth was void and without form. And he created everything that is. The Holy Spirit was unencumbered by backbiting, hatred, gossip, vulgarity. He was unhindered, so he was able to do exactly what God sent him to do. So I would ask you to consider this with vessels aplenty who declare to carry the Holy Spirit. How is it that things are not changing to the likeness of the kingdom of God 
when we have him who breathes life and creates and forms all things on the inside of us. Just consider for a moment that the thing that is hindering the Holy Spirit from forming and creating is the very thing that God chooses to use to form and create in this world now. God chooses to use us and he gives us his Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us in all truth. And not only does he lead and guide us in all truth, he gives us the power that raised Christ from the dead. From the dead, he is the spirit of life and creation. So how is it that this earth now is not being conformed to the kingdom of the most high God? And I'm not talking about being conformed to the visions and the imaginations of those who would want a building to proclaim the kingdom of God. I am talking about the earth itself being conformed to the kingdom of God that has nothing to do with brick and mortar, glass and lumber. It has everything to do with his presence and with his spirit moving upon the hearts of those who say they are followers followers of Yeshua. So I ask you to consider that. As you are here on earth, carriers of his spirit, his breath of life, I ask you to consider that question and then rise and shine for the glory of the Most High God. God bless you and thank you again for listening.